It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Hey, how are you? Episode 57. Or so. I got to stop saying the episode name. Yeah, I don't dude, have a clue. Un- dude, it's Just un- say, can hey, I also, welcome back to the Motown Rundown. Can I also, should, should I stop introducing us? No, no, you should. No, no you I have should. To. Okay, Ryan Rabinowitz, Ryan Collins, Trent Valley. No one else is like ever on. That's why in like the good podcasts you listen to, not that we're not good, they never introduce themselves. Yeah, it's that is true. Just, you know what? That's a good point. Like part of my take, they just roll. Like you know, I think yeah. it's like a balls on the table type thing. If you don't yeah, well, yourself. they're the number one sports podcast in America. I wonder what Dude, we're they're ranked. coming for their net. What are we from their net? What are we? Should ranked? I pull up the rankings? Yeah, I check don't what have we're a clue. ranked. See if we're Dude, on it Forbes. takes it takes like an hour and a half to to find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anyway, which we yes, are on, but we have fans. We do have fans. I will say this. Every time someone listens to the podcast, like who hasn't ever listened to it, they're like, "You guys are surprisingly good." Yeah, I'm like thank you for the kind of backhand slap, but compliment. Yeah, well, we <laughs> yeah. didn't think you guys would be good at all, but it's yeah, actually yeah, listenable. Yeah, yeah. So I came I in with low expectations, but you guys are good. Well, it's great to be low. Like you always come in with low expectations. Yeah, you, yeah, you go. Who are these guys? You're students. like, I, no, you're just like, I'm kind of fat. Like, <laughs> who? Who's saying that? No, that's what you describe your, like, buddy. You don't overhype him. But oh, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, all right. Yeah. You're like, and big, then you big set him second up. impression guy. I'm bad at that because I overhype everybody. I'm always like. Yeah, because you're just the nicest person in God's no. green earth. Yeah, okay. and we did have it's an not... incident the other night with Trey. We, we did. We, we discussed this. We had uh, to sit me down. You got to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> I don't, dude. I Look, I'm Trent's biggest fan, but Colin, sometimes we can't put him in okay. the spots. Okay. So, Colin's a role player. If the shoe was on the other foot, I what got would you slandered. do? No, I hear you. I got slandered. I'm just glad that I, I'm out of the water with all that stuff. I did inside. not do Me and what TB are on the same page. I was accused of. Me yeah. and TB oh, yeah. are on the same page. Good. I'm I'm glad you guys are on the same Always. page. Always. We're batting a thousand over here. Yeah. Good. Good high five for you guys, yeah, too. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, that was bad. Give me one. There you go. Oh, that one was solid. Get over here. Ugh. High fives are Give just me one. Awesome. You got big hands. Uh, I don't Thank know. You, you, know what they say? No. you guys can't one. reach. This is so bad. <laughs> that this was is, rough this on terrible like radio. Great. Two for three on high fives. <laughs> terrible radio. But... I just want to ask you: Did you guys watch the fight this weekend? No, I don't, dude. Do. I don't. I'm not gonna pay eighty-five dollars. No, no, to watch no. It. I, I was like, I was at a place where they had the fight. I just, I'm very curious. Did you pay? No, I didn't pay anything. Okay. Actually, no, I paid a cover technically, so yeah. Oh, you went to Harper's. No, went no to free Club Rush. Club Rush, no free it. Place stinks, but uh, um, disagree. Move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I don't get boxing. How was this? You know what? It used to be a lot. I better. heard. I heard you talking about this when I was driving to the Green and White Report when I was a bit behind because we were playing a hockey game. Yeah. Big two one win. How are you? Semis on Saturday. Congrats. Anyway, um, not gonna be there though because you're not a team guy. I am going to Miami. I'm kidding. I am a team guy. Everyone about me knows I'm a team guy. I know you're. Team but guy. I heard I'm you kidding. talking about boxing, and I thought your take was absolutely ridiculous about how like you don't get boxing. No, I I just like I don't get how this was that like. Boxing was our nation's like yeah, favorite dude, there, sport. There's something How? there's something to be said about people beating the shit out of each other. Dude, and you just listen, because because you have yeah, to but remember, they're not. They're not. It's not like UFC where they're actually like that guy yeah, might be dead, dude. But, but like when, it's boxing, it's just like oh, it's a sweet science. It's, it's driven by stars. That's the thing. Tyson like, Fury is like six foot nine and weighs four hundred pounds. He was going he carries to carries a load on his hands. That's, he was absolutely owning. 
Wilder. Dude, listen, I'd give anything to watch like Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali. I think yeah. that'd be so entertaining. Yeah, you don't but, you don't like that? No, I I get that, but like you gotta like dance around. It's one of those things. I guess this is just sports in general, where it's just like a lot of boring for the good moments to show up. It's like every. Okay, it's like a twenty-five yeah. second spurt. Yeah. For well, something I will cool. say in the same breath, like you are someone who enjoys tennis. Like you get into tennis sometimes. Yeah, I do tennis, too. Big tennis time. is a watch. But I like. I just don't. I don't see it. Boxing. I'm like, okay, we got. This is a pay per view, like prime time match. Like whoever was saying, didn't you say? I thought I heard you said. I want to put words in your mouth. That like the Mayweather. Fights like don't do anything for you. Yeah, because How? they're boring. They don't do anything for me either. They're boring. Hear, hear me out. Hear oh me out. God. Hear me out. Have hear you ever out. watched Mayweather fight? Listen, it's yes. boring. It's not boring. He it's, just will slip. It's, that's not dude. entertaining. He runs from people. Mike Tyson was entertaining. Muhammad oh Ali. My What's my name? Trent. Trent needed to be born in 1979 because yeah, he would have been in his prime watching Dennis. Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Dennis Rodman grab boards. Watch yeah. Mike Tyson just start killing people. I am bringing my Bill and Herman to Miami. That's a classic right there. Is it black or, or is no. it blue or white? Blue. Okay, I got my blue Rodman. We should all match. Do you have I, one? I have a white Rodman jersey. All right, we should hey, wear, we'll wear it. Actually, you know what? I'll wear my blue Contavious Caldwell Pope jersey. How about that? Mm. You have one of those? I got a yeah. Greg Monroe jersey. I got a 3X Greg Monroe jersey <laughs> autographed. I it's won autographed? It. Yeah, I won it at the Palace. No, but this was what I was going to ask you. Tennis is a sport. I'm saying this off the cuff. Yeah. If you sit down and watch a major like tennis match, like a good tennis match, you're like, Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Because it like the crowd atmosphere. You're hearing Rafa yell, Vamos, Vamos, like every time he gets a point. Yeah. You're fired up. I don't Dude, have five I get hours. fired up watching Serena. Dude, Serena's electric. Uh, Serena just screams. Osaka. I love Osaka. Yeah, Osaka's great too. I They're all good. Osaka. I just can't. Tennis is great. Things, I just can't can't get into it. I, I don't have thing, the time. The one thing I love watching and I understand completely people don't like is golf. Like, I get it. I just no, like, I I do too. Like I'm like because there are times it. where I get bored watching golf and I love golf. No, no, it's just like I get it. Like yeah. I, tennis is one I'm like, dude, just watch it and you'll yeah. be like, this is. It's like curling. You're like, this is interesting. <laughs> How do you feel about NASCAR? Can't do it. Stinks. The last lap's good. Do you ever do you ever watch NASCAR? I don't never, think I've watched never, one dude. NASCAR I, race. I used in my to life. play NASCAR uh, Chase for the Cup 05 on the GameCube. Good game. Great game, dude. What color was your controller? Purple. Best one, best one. It is the best one. Mine was purple. Don't as come well. in with the gray, the gray wireless. I, no. Not a fan. Okay, if you have a gray wireless one, you're a pretender. Yeah. You're an actual pretender. <laughs> if you had the gray wireless yeah. GameCube controller, good lingo. You're not really in it. No, no. You no. probably had a PS2 dwindling your thumbs, and you're like, no, I'll get a GameCube from GameStop on like lease, and then get the wireless controller. I had the PS2. I had the GameCube. I had the Wii. Funny story about the Wii. Remember the Wii Fit game? Yeah. When it came out, I remember- That game was a phenomenon. The Wii Fit board, like you would stand on it, and you would get all your Please measurements you and whatnot. It. I was going to say, did no, you break it? No, I didn't it? break it, you ass. Well, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to. I'm no, not going to lie. You, no. The way you're setting it up. No, but I you did- know the board? I did step on it as a kid, and it read that I was obese. To which I then, my self-esteem, if it wasn't low enough already, plummeted, gone. And my, I think my mom either emailed we or like wrote <gasps> some complaint. I swear to God, she like complained about it. And, the, and they were like, time. they were like, yeah, the disc, like the beta testing of the disc was messed up. So they sent us a new disc, and I was just overweight. And the next time I not stepped ob- on that, not yeah. obese. dude, dude, getting told you're obese at a young age is is devastating. I you mean, can't, I mean, being over overweight is but one at, thing. At, at some time though, you gotta look in the mirror. 
it, the Wii Fit t- turned a corner in the Re- Ryan Rabinowitz yeah, yeah. story. You're like, yeah. wow. You it can't the tell the story the of Rabs without the story of It was the kick in the fit. pants I needed to get my life back under control. I go, wow. <laughs> wow. The artificial intelligence thinks I'm fat, too. No, I Last thing about the GameCube, before we start talking about sports, I love the GameCube with literally all my heart. Yeah. I got, like, one of those, like, stands with, like, the Super Smash Bros on it with all the Mario guys. Like, yeah. Because I thought it was sick because... Mario Baseball was, like, my favorite thing of all time. The fact that they don't have the dunk contest in NBA 2K, like, they don't have All-Star Weekend mode in games like they did in NBA Live 2005. Criminal. Yeah, you that, that was a good idea. Your stock is it? dropping. What are you doing? I Just bring me in EA Sports or 2K. I'll fix your game in two weeks. Yeah, bring, bring, in, bring in my guy. If I got to see Ronnie 2K in the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game one more year, I'm going to lose it. The guy stinks, and yeah. I can't stand him. But I also love 2K, but he stinks. Yeah, I don't like Ronnie 2K. Why is he famous? We should get him on the pod. I don't even know who he is, dude. You don't know who Ronnie 2K is? Oh, he's a ratings guy, isn't he? Yeah. How? Like, why? Why know. is Ronnie 2K holding this power when it should be Ryan Collins 2K? Ryan 2K. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan 2K. RC2K. RC2K. That sounds Whoa. really good. That sounds really, really good. Yeah, you know who we should get on the pod? Ninja. No. I hate that Coward. <laughs> Coward. But uh, what's it called? When are we getting your brothers on the podcast? No, ASAP. Seriously, I talked to them. brothers Bally. I, we'll I do want it. We'll do it in studio. Yeah. No, we, we will do it probably like Brock's on spring break the week after we are. So like we could do it. The week when we get back from like this next next episode, Love maybe, it. maybe yeah. get it done. <laughs> That'd be huge. That'd be great. Kyle Collins coming in, coming in. No, couple he, months. no, Kyle's gonna be a Colin. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna be a Colin. Let me tell you why. What's the, up, boys? Why the why the Detroit Lions should draft a defensive tackle at three? Kyle Collins. I like it. Okay, we're doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, it is February 26th. It is a Wednesday as we record. I don't know how it's in February already, and now we're getting snow again. It's literally been snowing all day long. I know. We, I, we, I like it. we got to get through it for two more days. Embarrassing, but spring break is on the clock. I, once after spring break, I'm tired of snow. It, yeah. it, once, like, the, if there's snow after, like, if I get snow in my first weekend of March Madness, oh, it's awful. Oh, good night. Yeah, that By the sucks. way, I've started watching One Shiny Moment videos again. I'm down another rabbit hole. What year? Really? I watch what year is your I, favorite? I, I 2009, personally. Okay, I li- okay, that's a great year. The, the best is Danny watching, Green. The best is watching buzzer beater compilations. Like no, are- dude, watch watch every. You're a big buzzer beater guy. Aren't one you? Yeah. one shiny moment videos. It has to be Luther Vandross singing the one shiny moment because that's the best iteration of it. I cry every single time, and I'm not kidding. I actually cry. Yeah, it's weird how that happens to you. I, I don't really get it. Know why? Because March Madness is the greatest sporting event ever. Yeah. And it's not even remotely I don't think it's close, close either. I don't yep, It's not I'm even with it. remotely close. Especially up here. Like yeah. it's great up here. Yeah. I agree. Oh, you teared up agree. you teared up when Tiger won the Masters though. I I was very emotional. I was with you. I was crazy. I was so happy. Yeah, it was a good time. I teared up last night when Xavier Tillman blocked Luka Garza. I seriously did. I was like, that was that was we, like good for him. Get no, a grip. no, but it was get no. You had you had to be there. You had to be in the 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 feeling that like okay, we got him. We got to win. Wait, did was this on the podcast or this casual talking? How you don't like Xavier Tillman having senior on his jersey? That was casual talk. We can talk about it now if you want. Yeah, because did you not like it when it was Kelvin Johnson Jr. and Madden? 
Well, I yeah, don't, that was that, that was nuts. weird. I don't know why it, it was like they, that. Some, but some people, like some teams, will do if there's two Johnsons and one's like, "Oh, I'm actually a junior." They'll put it on their nameplate. I'm just, I go back to the Titus Young days where Titus Young had a kid, and all of a sudden it was Young Senior, like his kid was also on the team. I just don't like it at all. I, I think it's dumb. No, no, you're missing the point. It is not to dis. It's not to make a disparity between two of the same last name. It is simply because your last name changes when you become the father of a son that has your same name. And you take pride in that. And you would, for example, Darius Slay uh, repaired his relationship with his father, and then he put Junior on the back. Oh. Instead of saying Darius Slay, now that. he's Darius Look Slay Junior. That. That's, really nice, that's a really nice story. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the senior, though, like that brings another edge. Like the yeah. juniors, a difference. The juniors, like that, that's mm. a nod to pops. Yeah. But the seniors, is like. Well, Tavon Wilson Senior, that's his, I think, isn't it? On the back of his is jersey, yeah, I think Wilson it is. Senior. No, but like the senior, like on Xavier Tillman, he's in college. You're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa, that's whoa. that's sick. Whoa, I think watch it's cool. out. I yeah. love it. He played like a man too last night. He did. Mm. Beast. Michigan State basketball is determines my mood the next month. It really, it really. Oh yeah, I hear I'm, I'm, same I'm wavelength. With it. Same wavelength. It, I hear you. It just, they're the only thing this any Michigan State slash Detroit sports fan has, and Michigan basketball is probably the same for Michigan fans. Like they're like, I, I, they need to do well, or I'm gonna be like sad. Like, if Michigan State loses first or second round. Don't mind calling me for like a month because well, I, I have to do a wellness check. You, I picture Collins. If Michigan State loses early in the tournament, it's going to be like in Fever Pitch, where him and his girlfriend break up, and he's just sitting there watching the Buckner tape over and over again. With the I'll say this: I surprised. I handle losses surprisingly better, but during the game when they're losing, it's a problem. Like I, and then I, and then I just sit, calm down, watch a couple episodes of New Girl, and then I, I it, it like. It washes over me. I'm like, you got to accept this, Ryan. There's, I think the one thing about losses that I've realized about myself is in the moment when it happens, I'm like, you know what, like, that sucks. But then it'll be like seven hours later, and I'll just be sitting there, and it'll hit me again. It's like, damn, I just can't escape this. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. That is tough. I but- always have this, like, wave of, like, pride in my team, and that's, like – why when the loss unless it's yeah, like a heartbreaker? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you go on. You write the Twitter like this teams. They try hard. There's such a that that's such a blessing to be a fan. That's me. That's TV me. snap stories after Lions games are great. Yeah. How many did you have? I think you had like two or three. I I, only, I, I honestly thought you were gonna go viral with one of those. Okay, the one after the Packers game was pretty bad. That you was were just fired like, up. I was I was driving home from your house. Yeah. And oh, that's right, then yeah. I, I was it's just when we almost killed that biker yeah. who was biking at eleven thirty at in night in the middle of the road. I hate in the, the bikers. middle, bike uh, bike should be banned from campus. No, they should be. We've talked about this a million yep. times. Are we talking Pistons first? Yeah, let's talk Pistons. Are you done with your thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. So I think I just turned off. I was no, uh, it's not important. Well, I mean, we will go from rambling. one basketball team to another with the Pistons also on the show Detroit today. Detroit. We will talk basketball. Uh, thanks, Collins. We will talk <laughs> uh, Bachelor, of course, because it was uh, Fantasy Suites this week. We will talk Red Wing. Big Red Wings show today. Red, Red Wings might be the first time. Well, that was awesome. We're batting a thousand. I might, told you. Might be the first time in, in, in decades that we talk Red Wings for more than five minutes. Um, then we have Who Am I to finish off the show. It's my turn this week. Uh, so we will get rolling on that. But to start off, Pistons, uh, some quick Pistons news. Buying out Markeith Morris. I think that happened after we recorded last week. Uh, signing Derek Walton Jr. and Dante Hall. Dante. 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 Yes. I don't it's okay. Know who Dante it's Hall is Al- Alabama graduate, athletic center. 
Excellent. But uh, you can with, tell I watch a lot of Alabama basketball. With that, uh, the Pistons really haven't done anything special. The tank is on. So as far as uh, the buying out of Markeith Morris, the signing of these two players, their whatever ten day contracts, what have you, uh, catch us up. Thoughts, opinions, games to talk about. I want to get the temperature of both of you guys with this. Okay. There was like people were like, "Oh, you could have traded them, and then you just bought them out." I'm like, I obviously think they tried to trade them if they just yeah, bought them out I think two so weeks too. later. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it's the similar. We'll talk we'll talk Red Wings too, and I have similar thoughts on players like this. But clearly the market wasn't there for him. I mean, yeah. I'm again, I'm a very big proponent of, and he hasn't been horrible this year. Yeah, he serviceable plays a role on the team, but I'm a big proponent of if you can get a, a new a fresh basketball for him like you do if you know it's not a part of the future but it, it is what it is i think this was a smart move to bring in some younger guys like we just named just to give him a shot but i mean whatever i, I you can't get mad at him for not trading him if the market wasn't there like at a certain point the phone might not be ringing and again I'll, there's things i want to talk about with the red wings in that same fashion but it is what it is i how much money have we looked we might need to start looking into us how much money are the pistons that have this summer like a ton I don't really know. Uh, let's, they, let's look. Let's look. Go to like sports. They're having an absurd amount of money, and it's kind of sad that it's like the worst free agent class. Yeah, like, like of, really bad. Like of all time. We could bring Andre back. No, stop. I don't want that. But uh, I mean, I, you'd probably get him on a serviceable deal. If you really wanted to, but he's yeah. probably he's probably gonna re-sign the Cavs for a lot of money. But looking like. I don't know what the Pistons are going to do the next couple of years. Because like you said, they're going to tank. I'm very interested to see what their moves are this summer. Because they're going to have a lot of money. I'm curious, and I hope they did what the Brooklyn Nets did a couple of years ago. I know I've talked about it all the time on the podcast. Take bad contracts for draft picks. Like, just do it. Like, if you're going to have the cap space, you might as well. And if you're going to stink, you might as well stink. Like, and, and you get assets in the, in the meantime. So... That's just one thing I wanted to point out. I don't know how much cap space they're gonna have this summer. I I can't find it. You probably know where to find this stuff. Uh, I see I see a big chart with a lot of numbers, and bird rights and all this it stuff. Like, that it sounds I don't like even you're in know. the right place. Well, I, I probably am, but well, I'll bring it up next week. I'll find something next week. It'll be my homework. Okay, perfect. Probably will forget until like. 15 minutes before the show, but yeah. It happens. No, it's all good. With the Pistons, I think what you're seeing right now is like they're they're literally just going to overhaul this roster, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's starting now, and it's going to continue into the summer because I think in the summer you're going to trade D-Rose and probably – Yeah. Kennard's like, coming back this week. Yeah, yeah. Positive that, Pistons. I'd, Say one thing positive about the Pistons. Um, I like the red jerseys. I like Dwayne Casey. Uh – I like Sidney Lowe, their assistant coach. Dude, he's great. He's he was on the Wolf Pack, wasn't he? Yeah, 83. he was. Yeah, he was on NC State. He coached at Wolfpack. NC State too. Yeah. What's it called? Sidney Lowe, I like him because he has the most preposterously big suits. And he's just running. He's I think he's the only NBA assistant I've ever seen. I've seen college assistants do this. He just like runs on the floor mid game, but then like he's getting their defensive sets. I love that. Yeah. Brings no, no, he's great. He's got some energy. I like but, Sydney Lowe, if you're listening. Big fan. Yeah, we should get Sydney Lowe on the pod. You know who Sydney Lowe is? Oh. You would you would know him if you saw him. Yeah, okay. you'd probably recognize him. Okay. Black black guy bald. He's oh, like bigger. Okay. <laughs> he's on the bench. He's always on the bench. <laughs> but you, I forgot you don't watch the Pistons. Nope. Um, okay, so what was I even saying? Yeah, I guess you you've got I want I, the Pistons better not get rid of Luke Kennard. 
If they do, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't think they're going to. I think no. It, no, I think now, based on the moves they made, it they they've kind of committed to him being part of the. Future. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but what? So this summer, I mean, you're looking at Tony Snell's probably not coming back. Yeah, Langston Galloway probably not coming back. Yeah, they're going to get rid of a lot of these guys. You're going to start to see this rebuild like completely take shape this summer. The, I, I I think Tony Snell's going to get bought out, right? Yeah. So, I I want to see in the last month. I want to see Kyrie. Thomas. No, for some reason, I still think his last name's Thornton. Thornton, yeah. Yeah, Kyrie some, Thornton. I thought it was Kyrie Thornton for Big like number ninety nine for like yeah for like two months. But Kyrie Thomas needs to get minutes down the stretch because I think he, when he was up with the Pistons, you saw some things. Yeah. I don't, he was not bad when he played against the Bucks too last no, year for a little bit. Not at all. Like he kind of has a nice handle for a guy I didn't really. It's about to have a nice handle. Yeah, Seiku, he's buddies with Bruce Brown, too. Yeah, so. yeah Seiku's got to get a bunch of minutes. Like, just play all the young guys. And then, like, I like this. Like, play some of your D-League guys. See what you have yeah. and your upper, like, echelon D-League players and say maybe if they can be some pieces in the future. Yeah, completely with you. you got to kill two birds with one stone. You play the young guys because then you also lose. Now, that's not obviously not a shot at the young guys, but it's like you're getting them experience, and then you can move on and get better draft picks. Can it? What if they buy? They could buy out Langston and Tony Saul, possible, possibly. Yeah, and they should. I mean, if they can. What I, if, I don't get what's like buying out a player. Does that mean just paying out the rest of their contract like on spot? No, you 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 come to an agreement. You of, can pay them over like multiple years, but you're essentially paying someone to not play on your team. Like they're still getting their money, but they're not. It's a lot of it's to help you save cap space, too. and it, it terminates their contract too. Correct, like Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, it's like so. So you don't have to end up paying what their contract was, but you reach an agreement to like. So you're like, oh, it's like two point five million dollars over the next three years, but it's not on the books. Yeah, right. It's not correct. I don't think it's on the books. That's a good question of how that stuff works. Because everyone just talks about Josh Smith, how the Pistons are yeah, still paying Josh Smith. I think this is the last year. This right? is the last year. He got five million this year. Five point three. Shout out Josh Smith. What a scrub. Jace Move. You, I, Trent had to be the biggest Josh Smith. Guy. I have. Yeah. A, I have a shirt. I have a jersey shirt. Okay. Jersey. Motor City. Right. Yeah. Motor City. One yeah, that's the what it is. It's... I think it was the same year that they got those jerseys. Yeah, no, it was, was the year that, before. That, year before. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Shirt. Okay. They should bring those That's back. It. I like those jerseys. I like them too. The navy blue. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I'm not a big fan. I, I wasn't a huge fan, but I liked it better than what they got going. Well, the, okay, the red ones now are fire, but those black ones last year stunk. The chrome ones stink. They oh, got to get rid of those. They got the chrome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the dark blue like works though with the city of Detroit because it kind of like ties in. Like I, I hear people like talking about like I was listening to a podcast today. We were talking about how cool it is that Pittsburgh. As the same color scheme. Yeah. Like, you kind of go in, like, the blue spectrum. Like, everyone in Detroit kind of has blue in their logo, except the red ones. They're obviously just red and white. So, I'm just saying, dark blue kind of, like, evens it out. Yeah. Well, it, but it, it, is, they it was go a good alternate. They to their old jerseys. Like no, the, I know. That's what the, the bad Lamb boys. B, yeah, the bad boys jersey. That's it. That's a simple just fix. make that your jersey. Write it out for the rest also, of your life. Also, had this thought. I'm... Buzzing today, you can't if you can't tell. Yeah, I, you're, you're doing you're doing great. I'm I can't fe- believe how active you are. I'm very Hopefully. active, very active. But uh, whoever decided to take the final countdown out of the intro music, I know. Like, how what does do you, he have what a you, job? Yeah, I, I, these people, dude. Well, it's cool because so teams like the Nashville Predators, they've had "I Like It, I Love It" as their goal song since like 2000, whatever. Like they for a year since hit the final countdown since like '89. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would, know, that dude. team did it, didn't yeah. they? It was yeah, eighty nine. 
I know. It's unbelievable. One of the greatest. One Fire of my, that guy. One of my only talents is being able to recite the entire intro. Word for word. No, you, you, you did say it. that. You said we got to get you tuned up. Yeah, if I got to be, I got to be so, tuned so up. So that's though, step dude. one. We got to yeah. get this together. We got to yeah. figure this shit out. We got to get together. No, Univers- Virginia Union, Union University. Mountain, no, no, thing. it's not Union Mountain. It's Virginia. What is Virginia what Union saying? University? Yeah. Well, who does? Who's Mountain? Someone's from Mount Vernon. No, that's uh, is that Dre? Andre? That is, yeah, that's completely. Andre's right. from Yukon, bro. No, but there's like from Mount Vernon, New York. Or something. Oh, oh. I don't like know. a like a like a like a town. I don't know. Sorry, I'm the palace. I don't know. We gotta figure that out. Prince. The, all go. the little things they had back in the palace, they were great. Like yeah, when no. Tayshoners would hit a three, it would be like the palace prince. The Pistons just still have not made LCA their home. It's until you're good and like, the it's Wings just haven't not, made it their home either. Yeah, it's kind of a vacant uh, to to concert venue. It so, is. It's a concert venue that is kitty corner to the best team in Detroit, which is the Detroit Lions. Tigers. Well, can we talk about like LCA's just like it's all right. Like yeah, everyone after like it was gonna be like the newest, like the coolest thing of all time. Like it was gonna be like the, the it was gonna be the AT&T Stadium of like arenas. Yeah, but it just with hockey and basketball, it's kinda hard to create that vibe. Like football you can get fancy with because yeah. Like with the grass, just just the atmosphere of like the grass and the open air. Obviously, like the Lions playing a dome. Baseball, you can do some cool stuff with. Like now, it's it's the like the uh, Braves Park is really nice. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just state of the art and it looks clean and nice and they have a lot of luxury play. That's the whole thing. It's like the, the especially for basketball, stink, dude. I don't Kid get, Rock Cafe. No, it's, it's a, not going to be Kid Rocks anymore. No, it's April. not like the restaurants are. Not? Yeah, Why not? Because he's, he's a liability. Yeah, he's too much. What? What? Yeah, isn't he? He lost the oh, naming he, rights. He wants too much money. No, no I think he's like lost like naming racial rights. undertones. Yeah, and like, uh, the lease like expires and they're baggage. not gonna renew it. No, but I was gonna say like, who thought that was a good idea? What? We're gonna have restaurants in the stadium so people get crushed watching the game instead of being in their seats. I mean, there there is something to be said about even because they're open for the most part on on non event days. No, I too. get that. No, I get that. But you know what I'm saying? Like that. that yeah, but the theory is like you, you know, you drink and you eat and then you walk, you walk into the game. Like it's it's. It, I think I feel like there's stadiums that do that. I hear what you're saying, but if people, you're gonna buy a ticket to the game either way. Like what I what I drive downtown to go sit in Kid Rocks and be. 10 feet from the bowl and just watch it on TV? No, I'm going to the game. I don't know. There's True. my sales pitch. No, that's not, that's not what I'm saying, though. You get a guy liquored up, he's like, I'm staying in the bar. Like, you, there's, like I, I feel yeah. like there's an aspect there. Yep, especially when your teams stink. Yeah, you're not going out into the blue light tent trying to get a frozen margarita. Mm. Those things are electric, by the way. Like the daiquiris, the big ones that they sell at the tires. I've never things. had one. I just did too much sugar, dude. It looked fun. Yeah, it's like a novelty thing. You're, oh, when you're a kid, you're like, I want one of those, <laughs> and you don't really understand what you're like, what it is. But you're like, but it's very visually appealing. Yeah, you're like That's one one day when I'm of age, I'm going to a Tigers. I'm going to opening day. Oh, you really? You are? Yeah, my brother. Okay. Call, shout out to Kyle Collins. He called me. He's like, Yeah, I'm buying tickets right now. I'm like, Damn, Let's dude, go. we should go. Let's go. I'll go. We got go? something going on that day. I think though. So we don't. It's a Monday. Do we have going on? We do not have Motown Mondays anymore. Yep. I what do we have going on? I don't know. We can look into it. I'd like to go. I love. I've never been to an opening day. I don't think. I go. I drive us. Is Ri- is Riley Green next? 
He has had a great <laughs> spring training so far. I think he's played like a handful of games, yeah. maybe. Isn't he? Isn't he like nineteen? He yeah. is nineteen. Very young. Tied for the lead in uh, home runs in the Grapefruit League, I believe. I was laughing because uh, the Athletics uh, minor league reporter for the Tigers goes, "Guys, Riley Green's not starting the year in Toledo." And then a guy just replies to the tweet, "Yeah, he's not. He's starting in Detroit." And <laughs> it, was, it was it was so funny. And she's like, "Stop." That's <laughs> so funny. Riley yeah. Green. I saw him play, but I hate when people are like that though. Like Wait, oh, West I Michigan Whitecaps. Yeah. Was he up last year? Yeah. When, did they, when did they draft Riley? They Green? drafted last him year. last year, and then he, yeah, he was on the Whitecaps. Oh, that's so cool. I saw him play. Check great diving out. catch. He had a great diving catch. Cool awesome. beans. Good stadium out there. Yeah, it is fifth, fifth third. third. You guys part. ever been to fifth third? Yes. Oh hell yeah, dude. Okay, cool. Great, great yeah. stadium. I remember one time. This is just we're going off on tangents now, but there was Sorry. I was there with my hockey team um, when I was playing high school hockey. And I want I love getting balls at games. Oh, like that's, it's the best. It's oh, like, so yeah. there was the, the third base throw, coach, like, the no third other. base coach for the other team, toss one up in the stands, and my buddy thought it'd be funny to push me from behind, so the ball went over my head, and he grabbed it, and I was so bitter that there was like it was pouring rain, it started pouring rain. Everyone else was leaving. I was still sitting down there waiting for another ball. Finally got one. It was awesome. So you sat in the pouring rain for another ball. Yeah, I was like, dude, high school. How, wait, how long into high school? Junior year. That's okay. I that's, love it. That's dude. an indictment. I love your it character. though. Whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. With that, why don't we move into some Red Wings hockey? That's Red a great Wings. goal horn. I'm hold on, dude. Don't. They got rid of the gold horn, didn't they? No. Well, it's just the. Now it's, it's not an actual horn. It's an electronic recording, and it stinks. That's my one gripe with the team. Fix it up over there. That was part of the holiday extravaganza, I think you said that. Was it? One this of the is... things you wanted was for the Red Wings to bring yes. back the goal horn. Here's a song you don't hear too often in the arena because they don't score many goals. But the Red Wings were active at the trade deadline. You love to see it. We can get into our thoughts, reactions, what have you. Um, let's go. We'll go. Actually, first of all, let's go big picture here. I'll go around the table. Trent, I'll start with you. Uh, were you satisfied with the moves that were made on trade deadline day for the Red Wings. I was, because I think you have to absolutely sell everything in a rebuild uh, that is not less than 24 years old and has shown promise. Also, it got the Ryan Rabinowitz stamp of approval, yes. all the moves, which, of course, you are my go. You guys are my go-to like hockey guys. Yes. So I totally, yeah, I think it was a great move for the Wings. I, I read some stuff from The Athletic. I was just, you know, no free ads. I shouldn't have said that. Well, Is that a call to action? Call to action, yeah. No, it's not a call. Kicked you off the you, station. You didn't, say, you didn't say go. You're done. You didn't say go read The Athletic because we, we would never say that. Yeah. You're you done. Just right. mentioned that you, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So I was reading some articles because obviously I don't watch a whole lot of Red Wings hockey, and I was just trying to get some context on it. And it looked like Athanasiu, he was buddies with Larkin, right? They were roommates. Yeah, like, something like so, sure. Other like maybe it hurts the morale, but who cares? Like they're gonna figure it out. So, yeah, you get late round picks. Here's my question though for you guys, and I, I can save this, but like I just want to know: Is it actually in the the like historically the way hockey works? Is it better to trade for draft picks or just hang on to your young guys and hope they kind of figure it out? Because he's not bad, clearly. Yes. So I this is a point that I wanted to make, but I will address this now. I think the good thing is. The way the NHL works, like the MLB and NBA, very free agent heavy. Like you just you yeah. you're licking your chops when guys become free agents. You throw the bag at guys, and your team's then good for like the next five years. The NHL, 
because there's so you can you can have so many guys that have go ahead what do you want to say i wouldn't there's a there's a point in the nhl where it gets to that but it takes a very long time for them to get to unrestricted free agents yes so the way it works with restricted free agents and not a lot of times so athanasiu for example is i believe he's 25 and he'll be or yeah right we didn't we discuss that like last week maybe Something along that range. But he'll be a restricted free agent this upcoming offseason, which means that the Edmonton Oilers now, because they have his rights, uh, they can qual- they can tender an offer to him, which means if other teams want to sign Nathan to see you, uh, they have to match or exceed Edmonton's qualifying offer. So then Edmonton's in the spot where they can let him walk, and depending on the salary range of players, you get compensatory picks that come back, or they can match the offer, and then he will obviously sign with the Oilers. Okay. So the way the way to do it in the NHL is you have to acquire draft picks, and you have to do it well. Because then you have leverage. Yeah, and the thing, okay. too, is when you look at – when you look down the line of – unrestricted free agents because what happens is, is a guy like Athena see you Larkin's a perfect example he gets off of his entry-level deal you see he's got promise you lock him up for five years six point whatever million Athena see you wasn't the same case they went to they, they you know I think Athena see you was playing overseas for a second a year or two ago because they couldn't figure out his contract negotiation like they couldn't figure out the deal so that's a guy who the wings didn't really want to take a leap of faith on so that's why I don't mind getting rid of the contract but you have to you have to acquire draft picks and you have to draft well because there's guys that you can groom. You know you don't have to sign these guys to their entry level deals right away. You can if there's guys that you come in that are 18 years old they can't play right away professionally or if they're 18 or younger. So you let them develop. You sign them to their entry level deals and you hope that you hit on a couple guys and you sign them long term because you look at free agents down the road. Like names off the top of my head. I don't know if Joe Pavelski comes off the books this year for Dallas, but normally the guys that you're seeing that are like the big ticket free agent guys that make a lot of the like make a lot of the money, they're like 28 to 32. James some, Neal. Some are 34, 35. And if you're in a position to go win now, you can go throw them, you know, probably overpay. more you overpay to have a guy for you know one to two years, maybe three years. And the wings are not in a position to do that. So there's a big year coming up that I, I'll get to that in a second as far as the down the line, but it's really not about building free agency. You got to draft well. You try to groom your own products. If you have assets to trade for young players, uh, you know you can trade a guy and then hopefully get a young prospect back. The Wings didn't get any prospects back uh, in, in this phase of their their, their rebuild here. Um, but before we move on to the specifics, Collins, your overall thoughts on what the wings did at the trade deadline i'm just happy they're active you can't just sit on your toes i mean sit on your thumbs hands or whatever i whatever the term is sit on your ass or thumb thumb sit on your thumb i don't know is that what it is sit on your hands i don't is it you can't go stagnant yeah don't sit someone in the facebook live tell us but uh I just happy they're like willing to make moves. They got rid of guys you didn't need to have around here, like Mike Green, like Andre Athanasiu. I could see a reason why you'd be a little hurt that he left town. Maybe uh, maybe more people wanted to see Luke Lundeny maybe leave too, or mm-hmm. some other guys. But I thought they did what they had to do. I'll also say this: the NHL has sneaky the best trade deadline in all of sports. Yeah, big names move sometimes, and it's awesome. A lot. There's a million trades too. Yeah, and it's great seeing draft picks come back your way. Like those, like seeing which guys go for first rounders is big. There's a million people who get traded in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, that that is like uh, the NHL is so bad at marketing. 
like they should be such a popular league because it is so there's so much parody. Like that is like the whole NHL stick that like shtick. Did I say that right? Stick. There you go. Stick. Yeah. But like they they're able to be like, whoa, why is Joe Pavelski on the Dallas Stars? I understand he signed a free agent deal there. I'm you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like you like. Big name guys end up in weird markets. That's why I kind of like the NHL. Yeah, and, and you see that a lot in the trade deadline. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the trade specifics. Um, so the first trade, obviously, Mike Green goes to the Edmonton Oilers for Kyle Brodziak and a conditional fourth round pick in 2020 or a third round pick in 2021. I believe the condition is if the Oilers get to the conference finals this year and Mike Green plays in over 50% of the games for the Oilers, that pick will go to 2021 and be a third round pick. If those conditions are not met, it's a fourth round pick this year. Um, as far as that trade goes, Mike Green was a guy who they wanted to move last year. I believe he got hurt or very sick. Wasn't he, like, really sick last year? Well, or he, something happened where he, they couldn't move him? I believe – I don't think this was – I think it was two years ago they were trying to move him to Las Vegas. Do you Maybe. Know what, yeah. I don't, he, he's – either when way. When they traded Tatar there. E- either way, a, a name that – uh, has been in trade talks for the last couple of years. Mike Green, very serviceable defenseman. His numbers are down this year. Uh, he was banged up a bit during the year as well, but 34 years old. Uh, his his contract comes off the books next year. So as far as the return, and I, you take a step back, and like obviously it's not smart to get in, in too emotionally invested in things that are said on Twitter, but Kyle Brodziak comes over from Edmonton. He's been on long-term. He's His career is over. He's not playing a game for the Red Wings, and, and people were like upset of why they take Brodziak. He hasn't played in. That's the point. They're taking on a bad contract. You get a fourth-round or a third-round pick from it, and he's a guy that's going to come off the books again next year on be, being on long-term IR. By the way, Johan Franzen also off the books next year with his three-point-whatever-million dollars. So Take all the money you need, Johan. Feel better. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. That was, yeah, tough, tough situation. But – the mule. Um, this this pick for or, or this pickup for the wings as far as just getting the, the draft pick is it's one of those situations to where clearly the market for Mike Green is not what it used to be. He's 34 years old. They'll they'll add him into the mix on Edmonton. He'll be a guy that's playing in the top six night in, night out. Uh, Mike Green's pretty good on the power play as well. Again, his numbers weren't really there this year. But once you start to get down to the trade deadline, your your 3 o'clock starts approaching, you have to just make moves. This is a guy that had value and that you had to trade for something. Should there have returned been better? I don't really think you could have gotten much better, to be honest with you. I mean, to to, to get a pick out of it that you're praying that Edmonton makes the conference final, they could do it to get a third-round pick next year, but it is what it is. I will say this. When I saw like Mike Green's like posts, I thank you, Detroit, and all that. Did you realize Mike Green was on the Detroit Red Wings for five years? Yeah, absolutely, dude. He, yeah, five for, years. Yes, it did not feel like that. He, I mean, I know he's been banged up a lot in his yeah. career with the Detroit Red Wings, and he hasn't really been the same defenseman he was in Washington, and he really wasn't that defenseman in Washington in the latter part of his time there. Yeah, but. Five years like that, yeah. that that was, I was he was like, a wing man. I was about to, I was like, the red ones have not been doing it in a long time. Yeah, he had suffered yeah. through some, some bad yeah, years. Yeah, jeez. Um, but Ugh. not, but nonetheless, again, that Kyle Brodziak contract that comes over, he has already announced his retirement from the game. He had a pretty bad back injury, so he is, uh, again, you take on salary, you're gonna get rid of him next year. I don't know, I don't think that they retain any of Mike, they might have retained some of Mike's green, Mike Green's salary. 
Okay. It might have. Um, but either way, that's your first trade that went down. And to me, again, I look at it as, look, this is a guy that clearly has trade value. Uh, you have to move him if you can get something for him. Like, it's pretty funny how, of course, they're dealing with Edmonton, with Ken Holland over there. But um, the big trade, Andreas Athanasiu and Ryan Kuffner to Edmonton for Sam Gagne, a 2020 second, over, or second round pick and a 2021 second round pick. That, to me, we talked about this last week. Second round picks were kind of the barometer for Athens CU. If you could get one awesome, two is great. Ryan Kuffner's a left winger. Uh, you saw him in Detroit for some time last year, was playing in Grand Rapids a lot this year. Not a guy that you're going to miss. I, I, I think that his upside is not all that great. I don't know if he'll actually see any time in Edmonton. He'll play in the AHL system, serviceable guy, but not a guy that had a long-term future here. So uh, that's water under the bridge, whatever. You bring back two second-round picks, that's huge because now the Wings, this upcoming draft, have three second-round picks, which is amazing. And then hopefully the first pick in the draft. Yes, hopefully. But, the, again, the main thing there is to get three picks in that second round is, is absolutely huge. So um, there was some debate about this trade, more so in the standpoint of did you want to get rid of Athanasiu? And I will, before we get into the whole that mix, Sam Gagne comes over, right-handed, a right-handed shot, which is huge to have up front. Um, I believe he's a centerman. Guy that was a sixth overall pick, I believe. I don't know why I want to say 07, 08, but in that range, he's 30 years old, so that sounds... Uh, His name is spelled so dumb. G-A-G-N-E-R. It's a Gagne for you. How is it Gagne? It just is, dude. He's Canadian. So Eric Gagne, who is spelled G... G-A-G-N-E. Yeah. yeah that's... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Sorry. it just it is what it is. Sorry. But um, uh, Eric, or Eric, I was going to say Eric, Sam Gagne will be a free <laughs> agent unrestricted after this year. I do not see him re-signing here again. Just the guy that you make the money work, you bring him over, hopefully a, somewhat of a veteran presence. Uh, you get some things moving up front. Not a guy's going to put up a ton of points for you, but nonetheless... Um, yes, yes, sir. I want to, I, I want to jump in and just ask you, do you yes. think these moves like j- dramatically improved the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, yes. At, they needed Athens to see you bad. They needed someone to compliment McDavid up front. I believe Athens I mean, to is like better than McDavid almost. So he's, I, I mean, go he's, that far. he's not, but <laughs> I hear what you're saying. He you know, does have more points. McDavid did miss some time. I believe Athanasiu in his first game with Edmonton, I think he might have had a point or two, and he was a plus two rating for the first time all season. He was Athanasiu has has never been above a plus one this season, except really? for the game he played with Edmonton just now. So I, they'll put him on that first line. That speed, dude, between McDavid, Drysidle, and and Athanasiu. I'm not exactly sure who else was on that line with him. It probably was Drysidle because McDavid and Drysidle play together, but. He helped. They they needed a a winger to complement McDavid to help out that first line and just to give them some depth. Um, losing Gagne for them doesn't do much for him, but Athanasiu will help there. He's going to be around better players that I think are going to make him look a lot better. But either way, to get two second round picks for Athanasiu was great, and, and there was debate about. You know, is that a guy that you could have signed? Uh, that was going to be a part of the a, a part of the rebuild. Being 25 years old, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a part of this team in the future, you, you better earn your money. And I I don't want to say that he hasn't lived up to expectations because I think Anthony Cu fits more in the second to third line range. He really can't play center because he's a defensive liability. So I'm gonna call him a winger. And you just kind of got the vibe from Anthony Cu that he was gonna want to get paid this next offseason as, as an RFA. I would rather them go pay money to Fabry 
versus Athanasiu. Same. I think Fabry pay, plays more of a complete game. So I, I get why people are upset. And if you don't really. Are people upset, though? As, at least, again, my no. my barometer is seeing on Twitter of like, why did they do this? He's a young guy. They see his they see his age being twenty five, and everyone jumps to, don't you got to keep him because he's twenty five? When in reality, you got guys in the NHL making an impact at twenty years old. Yeah. So that's it. Just you kind of have to look at it from that perspective. So obviously, Athanasiu is a guy that you wish would have panned out here. Um, I, I think for the longevity of the Red Wings, as Eiserman said too, it was it was a it was a move that you have to make to look. Um, not only is it a short-term help as far as getting draft picks, but long-term as well of what those draft picks can turn into. Obviously, you, you wish him well. Um, but the thing I want to touch on, too, and you guys obviously, of course, are welcome to jump in, uh, there was a little bit of, I don't want to say criticism, but you're kind of scratching your head of, like, you, you almost wish they would have done more. But Eiserman said, too, they weren't getting calls on goaltenders. So, clearly, there was no market for Jimmy Howard at all. He Jonathan, hasn't been good. Right, that's what I'm saying. But that's, again, another name when at the beginning of the season we're talking about who's getting moved for the Red Wings. Jimmy Howard's a name that comes to mind. I think he only has one win this year, or maybe two. I don't even – I mean, again, banged up a lot this year. Say something positive about the Red Wings. We Wait, should so do that for had... every show. Say something positive about the Red Wings. Say something positive about the Pistons. Uh, they got a lot of draft picks coming up. Uh, I think most ciders a cool name. They got a nice arena. There yeah. you go. Those yeah. are our nice things. They got a nice the arena with nice restaurants inside. Yeah. Who has <laughs> who has all the wins? Bernier? Bernier, yeah. I, I think Picard might have like one or two. That's I don't know. name, Picard. Calvin Picard, yeah. How old is he? Uh twenty probably later twenties, I think. Okay, I was gonna say groom that dude. You can't. He's not old enough or he's too old. Yeah, well, no, he's he's you have look, Caden Fulcher and uh Keith Petraluzzi. I I'm saying his last name right. Petrozelli, I think it is. We got there's there is goaltending help on the way, but they are a couple of years away. So, uh, with that being said, I, I think the positives again that you take out of this are, are you're you're acquiring draft picks, and that's just again what you have to do in this in this scenario. Um, Iserman said they weren't getting calls on guys like Jimmy Howard. They weren't getting calls on Bernier, um, and Helm was a name too that was brought up. Uh, obviously nothing there for him. Trevor Daly asked to be traded. Clearly there's no market for him there because there is a certain point where you have to weigh, you know, like a set, just dishing guys for like seventh round picks. It's not necessarily worth it all the time because how often those guys pan out or like, eh, whatever. Um, but uh, I do think it was a successful trade deadline. I really do because uh, those you, you got assets for two guys that did factually have value. Um, this offseason for the Red Wings is huge. You have a ton of restricted free agents. Mantha, Bertuzzi, Ernie, Fabry, Perlini, and Dmitro Timoshov, by the way. See ya, Ernie. Thanks for coming. See ya, Ernie. See ya, Perlini. Yeah. Why'd so, you even mention them? Well, I'm just I'm just saying as, as far as what's available for these guys, Sam Gagne's off the books. He makes close to $3 million. I don't see I'm him as a guy that's Gainer. resigning here. I'm calling him Gainer. Do whatever you got to do. Gainer. You finally, this is your last, you better enjoy your last couple games of Jonathan Erickson, wherever he may be right now. This is his last year on the books. Trevor Daly's gone after this year. Alex Biega, Madison Bowie is a restricted free agent. So there are decisions to be made in Detroit. Of all the guys I named, they're going to go re-sign Mantha, as they should. Bertuzzi's going to get his money, as he should. Ernie should be gone. Perlini should be gone. N should be gone, unless they play him in a role where he's playing more in Grand Rapids. Dimitro Timoshov, 
You get claimed off of waivers from Toronto. I am so excited to watch this kid play. He was not able to play, I believe, the other night because of visa problems, which you love to see that. Yeah, that's you do huge. love to it, see no, that. Your visa problems, like, they can't get him in the States yeah. because he's so good. This guy's the real <laughs> deal. Uh, uh, grinder, not a, I wouldn't call him a grinder by nature, but a guy that, that, that just gets gritty with it. I didn't get a lot of time in Toronto because they're so deep at the winger position. Uh, but people are going to like this guy. He's a workhorse, uh, pretty big body as well, too. Uh, he, he can put up points for you. I think this is a guy that was this is a this is an example of like a Robbie Fabry who he just needs more ice and he's gonna get ice time in Detroit. He's an RFA after this year or this year as well, upcoming. So I would have to think that they sign him. They probably brought him on with the intentions of re-signing him. So there are some big things to be done this offseason. And this is not an offseason where you go acquire guys for nine million dollars that are gonna come in and, and you th- quote unquote help your team. Um, but there's a lot of big things to to, to look for. Um, me down the line, too, as far as things that I'm looking at, 2022-23 season oh, is going to be, be the, the year. You're, you're going to be this guy? No, I'm, I'm just saying of the, of the way things line up, you still have money on the books that are going to come off. So not this up or this upcoming year, not this upcoming year. But Whenever year applicators deals done. Well, Darren Helm, Darren Helm's deal is off the books. Glenn Denning's off the books. Philip Hill is off the books. Patrick Nemeth, you are you could be looking at a completely different hockey team going into 22-23. and that should be exciting for you because Zadina's going to take some more steps. You're going to see Valeno up here. Hopefully, Cider's ready by then. Uh, hopefully, you start to see some young goaltenders that are starting to flourish. Like new, the New York Rangers have the best problem in hockey of having too many good young goalies. Like good for them. What's the what's the guy's name? Like George Georgiev and Samsonov or so yeah the, whoever yeah. the two whoever the two yeah and, and then and, they got that Schmuck Hank <laughs> yeah yeah Longquist is like damn what are you guys doing to me but um with that too Zetterberg's not Zetterberg's money comes off the books so I'm just telling you guys 2022 23 Franz Nielsen also gone yeah what a bad contract that was yeah I I know uh but. It's the future is bright. The, 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 what is the thing from Batman? The night is always darkest before the dawn or whatever that thing is. I don't yeah. know. Either way, but it's exciting. Like, I, I, it's, I'm genuinely this draft. I texted you guys because I have this feeling in my stomach. First of all, you're acting like you're Darren Drader breaking the news to me like I didn't have Twitter. Well, you're breaking it to me because well, I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. I'm letting you guys know. Hockey Twitter is a wild place. It, it is, dude. It, it gets ha- it, it, it gets, gets hot. Yeah, it gets people hot. People get fired up over the littlest things. For all these people who are like, "Yeah, you can't handle didn't chirped." You can't handle didn't chirped on hockey Twitter. Like people lose their minds on hockey Twitter. Yeah, it's a fascinating place. Yikes. Yeah, but I I have this horrible horrible feeling in my stomach that we're gonna get down to the draft lottery day. And the Senators are going to get the number one overall pick, and it's going to ruin me. Like I don't like I don't think you guys understand how bad we need Lafreniere. I, I you don't understand. Do. If we get Lafreniere, whatever the, his name is, <laughs> buying a jersey. I mean, Quentin Quentin Byfield, like at number two, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But who is a get, center? Is a big centerman who gets number eleven now? People are asking. That's true. Sedino would, it would have to kick rocks. I'd be like, sorry. Dude. No, dude. Come on. They're both young guys. They're a couple years apart. But, yeah, well, Sedino kick rocks. Um, I, I just, again, I know I'm just talking in circles here, but I had a lot to say about the wings today, and I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. No, I, I'll say that timeline now, because I think this, it doesn't, like, 
move the timeline necessarily forward or back. What is the timeline with this team? Because I honestly thought coming into this season, I was like, if they, like, once the money comes off the books and they could go out and pay some good defensemen, they could be a competitive hockey team on the fringe of the playoffs. Now I'm like, it might be another year and a half before there's, like, or a year or two that this team's a fringe playoff team. I what's what's gonna have to happen here now is this draft is huge. Like Obviously. from round one to two to three, you're gonna bring in some hopefully big names. These aren't guys that you can. I mean, outside of round one, because assuming that you get the one to three pick, you can probably snag a guy in there between Lafreniere and Byfield. Hopefully, that are gonna come in and make an impact right away in the NHL. Um, but Zadina, you expect to take another step. Hopefully, Valeno comes up. Cider, uh, these names. Svechnikov, I feel so bad because I know his knees are shot at this point. I don't know if he'll ever be the same player that he was. But you hope to get these guys back up. You're still a couple years away okay. because you, these guys need to develop and, and have some time. But again, as Mrs. Valley just said on the Facebook Live, 20, 22, 23. Those are my keynote numbers right now. Okay. Because that's what? that's the year. That's, what did she say? So they're my keto numbers. That's preposterous, mom. Would you? What, what, is your mom a keto person? Yes, she I is. respect yeah. that so much. I gotta get into keto. I don't get keto. Can someone explain to dude, me what keto is? I don't is? exactly get it either. I just go to a bar and I just see that little ping pong yeah. ball going all around the board, and I'm like, I, I'm paying attention to the board for no reason. Yeah, I stare aimlessly at the keto board. It's like, oh, yep. 58. That's some good for someone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, I'm fired up." I was someone like, "I have no happy. idea." Yeah. No, I, I played was. one time. I, I did all right. I think I won wow. eleven bucks. How are you? It was good. fun. It was a good time. We got to play Kino sometime. We will. Then, then we'll, we'll we'll learn as we go. Yeah, I can't explain we will. it. Um, but I'll I'll Let's wrap up. I don't I'll wrap up links. Um, yeah. So the team is going to look a lot different in the next two to three years. Uh, it's exciting. Um, you never know which guys it's are going to take. It's not that exciting. Stop. It is exciting. No, no, don't okay, lie let's to do yourself. This. Let's do I'm this. not lying let's to myself at this. all. Favorite, you favorite. still have two years, basically. Young player you're most excited for. Joe I mean, Valeno. We've talked Valeno. about. Yeah, Valeno. Valeno. I would say Valeno because he looked really good in World Juniors this yes. year. But uh, Lafreniere. People, yeah. are, people are saying he. we could next. get the number one pick. I, they, he could be next. Better. It, will, it will ruin me. Okay. We're going to get like five. It would be unbelievable. I would. I probably would never watch hockey ever again. Bottom line. If they get the fifth pick in the draft, you won't watch hockey again. Dude, I, I'll, it's, hold it's all, I'll, hold, again, I'll hold you to that. I believe everyone's got a hand in the pot. The league is better when the wings are good. Okay, so you're, the, you're one of those. The NHL, if the NHL is listening, they should corrupt this draft and give the wings the number one overall pick. It's, it's good for the league. Okay. That's all I'm saying. When the Detroit Lions are good, okay, it's good for the right. NFL. <laughs> I'll play it for you guys. This is such a, my favorite song. It's the time is coming. Yeah, no, this is give it a couple yeah. of years. The time is coming. Believe in Steve. You love this song. The clapping is. How is this clapping to the whole my ears song? Hurt. My ears. Hurt. Okay. Well, that was wing talk for today. The first that was a lot of Red Wings talk there. That was good. For like the first time in a long time on this podcast. Good for the brand. Um, with that. It is time for America's favorite segment. Oh my gosh, we had to do the Bachelor. You want to just? Oh my gosh. Do we have to do the Bachelor? Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, real quick. Little, People tune in for the Bachelor. Little seven, little seven minute recap. Yes, quick, quick recap of the Bachelor before we do the Who Am I? Thank we, you to those still paying attention on on Facebook Live. Do we, we do we have to recap it or can we just talk about it? Because I feel like everyone watches. The we Bachelor. can talk yeah, we, about we don't it. Have to recap. It was we Fantasy just... Suites. Hannah Ann, Madison, Victoria F are left. Thoughts, reactions. How we feeling? Well, I was like, I didn't get why everyone. I understood 
Madison's stance. I don't know why no one was getting on her for just like not telling him like the second one on one date they that, had. That's more of a let's, like no one is yeah. even talking about it. It's incredible to me. And all the decisions like her standards, that's fine. You don't tell the guy when you're at fantasy suites that though. Like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like that's tough on him. You're just like, well, I don't know how serious. Like right, right. And I think like how a good serious point. are these things? It, if you just gave it to me like uh, three days ago, clearly it's serious. And look, saving no, yourself is. for marriage is very admirable to each his own. No, seriously. But my mom was arguing with me about this. Oh, my sister and I got into it last I, night about if this. If Pete, if Peter, and I, I get it. I don't actually. I don't get it because I've never been in a relationship with three girls at once. But I could imagine. Must be pretty cool. Yeah, must be nice. Trying to find your feelings for these three different girls and seeing like what you like, I don't I don't blame him for not wanting to commit to Madison at this time because fantasy suites are big. There is definitely a level of the intimacy that you got to kind of feel out. But I will say, if if I'm Peter and I know going in that Madison has the strongest chance to be the one, if I have any inkling that Madison is going to be my wife or I want to propose and she comes at you with this news, you cannot sleep with the other girls in fantasy suites. Bottom line. Yep. I, like, when, like, the she the sort of ultimatum we were talking about, like, in the previews, if it was an ultimatum, it was sort of an ultimatum. That's, like, the thing. She kind of danced around it, too. Yeah, she did. She said, I don't know if I could feel comfortable. Which is fine. She does. It's, it's, a, it's a lot going I'm on. Just well, yeah, saying, and you it's, gotta, it's no, tough but, to be straight up about that, too. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I know it is tough on. to be straight know, up. Yeah. It's just, like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. But, like, and then after he's honest and she's like, well, I. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I'm out, actually. Like, you should have been, like. I will not stay here if you do this. Like, you, you might as well put it out on the line. And her thinking is as logical as can be. Like, why would I want to be engaged to someone six days later after you just banged two yep, girls? Yeah, that was a huge line, and it put things in perspective for no, me. I get it. it, it was, I, I completely understand it. I just don't get why she's hitting off scot-free with basically dropping a bomb on this guy in Fantasy Suites. And it's nothing to do that, like, she like wants to save herself from marriage. Good for her. And, like, he even said that. Pete even said that. But, like, you're going to bring it up in the fantasy suite dinner? When is the right time? Because I think she was second pro- Second one Well, she was probably afraid that, like, look, if I tell him this too early, he'll just bounce me because he wants to hook up with someone and it's not going to be me. Yeah, right? and you got to I mean, make that connection first. Well, she should have said it at home Then you can do times. the power move of, like, okay, if you really like me, which yeah. clearly you do, well, now you w- got a decision. She, I'm not saying it's right, but I get what she, she was thinking. She went to hometown. Just tell him there. Yeah, yeah, true. But that was I unbelievable. Think, I think you nailed it with second one-on-one, though. That's ideally, if I was the guy, that's when I would want to know. I, I don't like know. Like your second date. Your mom made a good point on the Facebook Live just now. Pete's just a player. And she wanted to see he he, from the, mo- from the mouth guy. of Mrs. Bally, she wanted to see how Pete really felt about her. Even though she hates when we call him Pete. I'm calling him Pete. And I get that. That's why you wait that long. It's like, hey, and as I as I said, if if Peter is looking at Madison and goes, This is potentially the girl that I want to marry, dude, you gotta just like Keep it in your pants. Keep it in your pants, man. No kidding. And it was great to see Hannah Ann was the one against the, the door. So are you, you think she's coming, she's cutting down the nuts at I, the end of this? It, it has the, to be. You don't, I, dude, you don't You don't get someone against the glass like that if you're not looking I, the I'm, I'm just going to tell you this straight up. I think Madison's going home, Pete's going after her, and that's how the show's done. Pete's ending up single. 
I can yeah, feel well, it. Definitely. Well, I, I Peter stinks. Do you think Madison leaves voluntarily? Yes. Yeah, I do. And the Which mom, I, dude, I, I, we yes, need to you, go back. You, yep. We need to go back to the the old episodes where I was saying I literally drew this up perfectly. I, I'm like Coach K. It's unreal with the Bachelor. Hey, I'm Coach K. Whatever. Beside <laughs> the point. The okay, point. Wait, being, wait, wait, wait. I, I got a good. I got <laughs> yeah. a good Coach K okay, thing. Remember see. when Zion got hurt? Yeah, and Coach Zion. K, Coach Zion, he was he was <laughs> complaining that Zion was hurt. And he didn't have a stack deck. He was like, "Well, it's tough when you're playing without a stack deck. We don't have." Z-. I'm like, "Dude, you have R.J. Barrett and Cam hey. Reddish. Figure out how to beat Wake Forest or whoever it was they hey, lost have to." Have you guys ever listened to Titus and Tate? No. no. There's a guy who on that podcast, not like shouting him out or anything. Good podcast though. Who does a Coach Tate impression? It makes me laugh like <laughs> on my ass every single time. It's okay, so okay, that's funny. good. That's good. But anywho. You have been saying this before. The bring her home to yeah, us, Peter's that's Madison. mom. That's Madison. He's a dude. He's a dunce. He's dude, a dunce. I I think Pete's in a bad rap. Oh, don't be a Pete apologist. Look, dude, you you're of all people, you should be the biggest like Pete hater. Not hater, but just unsupporter. Unsubscriber. I don't like Pete, but I'm just saying I don't. She put him in a very tough position. But because she could, that's the thing. I think that's Maybe the he biggest Maybe he just doesn't part. like her that much. No, he does. He does. That's I why he, he went does. after her when she walked out. If he and... really did, though, he wouldn't have had sex with those girls. He really wouldn't have. I truly believe that. Fair. If he won what? Sorry, I kind of like, out. If he, like, really held Madison to that standard and that, like, high up, he would have, like, took it in yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. My, my thought process on that is either, one, he's more interested in one of the other two than Madison, didn't really care that much, or, or two, he's just that horny of a guy where he was like trying to play the high school game where it's like, yeah, I'm going to make out with this chick behind the bleachers even though I have a girlfriend because it's like, I'm whatever, I'm whatever. You know? That doesn't happen in high school. I, I saw it in a movie, I think, one time, yeah. maybe. That sounds like a middle school thing. Either way. TB any... was crushing it in middle school. Dude, Dude yeah. I peaked. <laughs> in middle school? Romantically, I peaked Trent, in middle school. Trent was for like sure. the kind of guy whose first kiss was when he was 12 with a girl that was like 18 years old. That's, no, that that's might have been really weird. Not true. That was really. Let, let me just let me just give you a real quick. Let me just give you a real quick synopsis of my middle school. So seventh and eighth grade, I dated the the same girl and like two different girls at the same time of year. Each. Am I making sense? No. No. Start so over. in seventh, seventh grade, I dated a girl in the fall. Okay. Dated a different girl in the spring. Seasonal. Eighth grade went back to the other girl and then. The other wow. girl. Wow. So it was like it lined up. Like so it was, both a, years. it was a it was a love triangle. Yes. Wow. No. Did they no, know no, about no. each other. They were friends. Well, they that's a love. That. That's a love triangle. They were buddies. Hi, no, because it was all. That's a love triangle. Do you know what a love triangle is? But they nope. Yes, never I, been in one. No. Me either. <laughs> Not, I never probably will. But that's a love triangle. No, Trent, you strike right. me as the kind of guy where it's like you're like the freshman that all the senior girls love. Dude, that that's was what I was so going not, for. That was not true. You have that vibe about you. <laughs> that was not true at all. Well, but, part of it's because you got a good body. Because I, for okay, some reason, okay, Rabinowitz. Dude, you're well, the one. I'm, every time I'm, we talk about it. people on this podcast, you're like, oh, he's so hot. I'm not being weird. <laughs> Trent, that is true. Dude, yeah. you know, you see, Trent was eating a cereal bar, like a Frosted Flakes okay. Lucky Charms I'm, cereal bar. I got hungry. I I, I sniffed that food and I gained 10 pounds. I'll just say this. Indictment on Trent's territory. I said that a little bit earlier about you. He eats cereal bars. I'm no bigger. There's no bigger proponent. You guys proponent. are sleeping. There's no bigger proponent of cereal Trent's, than me. Trent's mat- cereal bars are terrible, and Lucky Charms 
are so bad. I remember you Dude. said that on. Uh, I hate Lucky yeah. Charms. On uh, St. So Patty's Day last year, you like Lucky Charms stink. They do. Your they do stink. Your metabolism runs like a Ferrari. It's out of control. Well, I it, like a Model T. That Mine's helps. Like Model T. It, that, that definitely helps. Yeah, but anyway, The Bachelor. What else is going on? I, I think that's kind of it. Power so rankings. We got to make it. Ah, uh, I still think Madison's taking home the crown. I there, like the whole thing though. I don't get though is he's going to propose to someone like in this destination. Like, so there's, uh, he doesn't obviously like end the show like Colton did last year where he was basically like, Hey, I, I, I want Tassie. I'm sorry. I can't be with you, Hannah or Tasha. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just like straight up just ended the show. I don't think he ends the show. So that kind of leaves me like maybe Hannah Ann is the like one. Cause Hannah Ann's kind of been like have a good couple of weeks, like setting up for like, maybe she's going to be the person he picks, but I don't know. I, I, I still think it's Madison. Um, I think it is Madison, but like she doesn't necessarily win. It's more like he leaves to go after her. Yeah, I, I, I don't guys, think it's Hannah. Her her so far, no, off, no. Listen, he's dude. in her parking lot. Did you not? I mean, in her driveway of her house. Do you not see that? Nope. Okay, here's that's what, in the previous buddy. I think something. Think with your head one time. Hannah Ann is like the perfect bachelorette, and I think that kind of plays not, into it. She's not. Did, did you hear this? They're not picking any girls from Pete's season to be the Bachelorette. Mm, Possible. That's what they say. Tasha is a possibility, Trent. The plot thickens. Trent is that. We get Tasha. Trent's fired up, baby. We get Tasha going. I'm I'm all in. Yikes, dude. Okay, so, sorry. I love oh, Tasha. Right. You're great. You can get worked up. Okay, I think I have. Sp- I kind of spoke my piece already. I th- I think I think Madison wins by default. Victoria's gone. Oh yeah. Hey, can yeah. we all agree on that? She has no chance. Nah, 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 nah. I wish she would win. I think it would be so funny mm. if she won. Hannah Ann strikes me as like she she's not ready to marry somebody. No, but she won't either. she won't say that though. Well, Madison's no younger than Hannah Ann, and I didn't even know that. Madison is very mature, no, very more well put wait, together. No, am yeah. I right though? Isn't that so they're, like, no, they're the same age, I think. They're, they're both twenty three. Mad- yeah, they're yeah. both twenty three, dude. But yeah. Madison's like a couple months younger. Okay. All right. All right. So that's that's it. That's all I'm at. That's where I'm at. Your mom thinks she, he's picking Victoria F because it won't work out. That'd be great. I would love that. Okay. That, no. Here's if you guys, what's it, 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 did you watch Pauly D and Vinny's show on MTV last year? Double no shot of love. No, nope. I didn't. Double no shot of love. Guess what Pauly D did at the end of this show? What? He didn't pick anyone. He really? Did, he just basically was just like, guess what? I'm riding solo. That's what he said. So I just watched a dating show for eleven weeks. Interesting. It was awesome. It was it was basically like, yeah, I did this for money. That's hype, dude. I know. I Here's, loved it. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. Okay. Madison's gonna leave voluntarily. He's gonna go chase after Madison. The mom's doing the whole thing. She's crying, sweating, whatever, snot. I hate her mom. Oh <laughs> I know, me too. His mom, and then, sorry. And then Madison's gonna be like, Pete, I just can't do this or whatever. He's gonna default to Hannah Ann. Him and Hannah, I don't even know. I don't know if they get engaged, but it's gonna be Hannah Ann. And again, there's no shot. If I'm if I'm Hannah Ann, dude, and I'm watching like this whole stuff back, I'm like really like he he wanted Madison so bad. He does. He wants Madison that bad. He's going to get Madison. All right, whatever. Agree to disagree. But that was our bastard talk for the week. Cool. Um, We will now move into America's favorite game. Who am I? Uh, The leaderboard. I am three and one. First loss suffered last week at the hands of Ryan Collins. Trent also lost. Moves Trent. 
Trenta two and one. Ryan Collins, you are also two and one. You guys are playing in your fourth game as I mediate this one again. How we do this, folks? I will read the clues of a former or current Detroit athlete. Uh, these guys will have a piece of paper in front of them when they think they have the player based on the clues. They will write it down, hand it to me. I will reveal the name at the end. So if you want to play along and guess in the Facebook comment section, uh, you guys are more than welcome to do so. Feel free to listen to the other podcast as well and play along with that. Uh, without further ado, here is this week's episode of Who Am I? Let's do it. Are we ready? Ryan Collins is on his phone again watching a separate game that has nothing to do with what we're I'm doing. I'm ready. Stop. Are you ready to roll? Yes, I'm ready to roll. Okay. Clue number one. I was born on March 30th, 1976 in Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh. Okay. Not a lot of hockey players from Phoenix. I played in the NHL. Wow. Okay, I got an old shot. <laughs> from 2001 to 2012. I have no shot. Yes, you do, dude. Don't throw the towel. I don't watch yet. the wings. It doesn't, dude. These names. Would you stop being okay, so okay, negative? Okay, You're the okay. one that tells us when Collins and I call each other disgusting and fat. You're the okay. one that's like, no, you guys aren't that that's ugly. That's different. That's like a have some pride. All right, okay. Figure all right, it out. All right, all right. Clue number three. Although I was born in Phoenix, I spent my entire childhood in Alaska, which made me considered to be the first Alaskan goaltender to play in the NHL. God, I have no idea. I don't either, cause I know You're two gonna, goalies. Collins will get this. You might get this. I'm not. There's, nah. Say something good about Trent right now. Dog. I know two. Where I'm goalies. He just said dog, and I think when people say dog, they're really cool. Okay. So, yeah. Trent, Sweet. you are nice, and you give me mints. You have mints on you? I do. Do you guys want a mint? Not, 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 not right, right, right now. now. We got after this segment. Got a lock in. <sighs> Clue four. I played my college hockey at the University of New Hampshire, where I was named team captain in 2000, the first goaltender to be named captain at UNH since 1961. I have some more tidbits about his college career. I left UNH holding eight goaltending records. I was a top 10 finalist for the Hobie Baker in 2000 and 2001. Of my three seasons playing college hockey, I was named to an All-American team twice. Clue whatever number this is. After going undrafted, I played for the Edmonton Oilers, Columbus Blue Jackets, Buffalo Sabres, Pittsburgh Penguins, St. Louis Blues, and your Detroit Red Wings. Did you say Florida Panthers? I did not. Oh, I think I know who it is. Yeah. Next clue. Do you have a pencil? Yeah, here you You're going to lock in right now? No, I'm not locking in, but I think I know who it is. Before getting my break with the Oilers, I set an AHL record with the Hamilton Bulldogs for most saves in a game with 83 saves in a four-overtime game. Is that OHL? AHL. They were, they were an OHL team, went to AHL. They are now an OHL franchise again. Good thinking by me right there. In 2004, I led the United States to a bronze medal in the World Championships in Prague. Okay, dude, this is unbelievable. This gets to the part when he played on the wings, and I'll know who it is. I played in the Stanley Cup in 2006 with the Edmonton Oilers, and again in 2008 with the Penguins. (laughs) 
My lord. I got I, ne I, I need to know when he played with the Wings. So if I, I know when it After losing to the Wings in the Stanley Cup in 2008, I signed a contract with the team along with my teammate in Pittsburgh, Marion Hosa. Ryan Collins has locked in his answer. Have you seen it, Trent? I see it? I'm not going to lie. I saw it. I'm not going to guess the same dude because I'm not a scummy okay, person. I'm not going to tell you so, if it's right or not. Well, what do you, how does that help? It doesn't. Because if you, if I go, he's right, and you saw it, then you're going to put the same thing down. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do that. Why are all these, everyone's pacing, up, everyone's pacing around the room like we need to hurry up. Can you believe should we, these should people? Should we draw this out? Yeah, let's draw it out a little bit. Okay. We play that game. Dude, stop. I got <laughs> to do another one okay. of these. All right, all right. I only spent one year with Detroit. But then re-signed with the team in 2011. Yeah, dude, I I don't I don't ha I I'm 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 just gonna tell you right now I, I don't two more. I don't have a guess. You can finish the clues for the more. Facebook Live. I played in the first three outdoor games in NHL history. Wow. Cool. Did you play in the Cold War here in East Lansing? People forget they were the first to do it. People forget oh, that. Interesting. I led the Red Wings to a 6-4 victory over the Blackhawks at Wrigley Field in the 2009 NHL Winter Classic. Is that your last clue? That is my last clue. That's your last clue. I don't, ha I, don't, I don't know. You don't have anyone? I, I feel bad that I, I did this to no, you. No, no, no. Because no, I, I, I get it mine. next week. I just get it next mine. week. Listen, I know two goaltenders in Red Wings history. Chris Osgood and uh, Terry Sawchuk. Okay, so write okay. that down. Terry Sawchuk played in from 2001 to 2012. That's my final Are you answer. serious? He might have been dead what, by that time. What, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Probably. I don't have an answer. Trent is locking in Terry Sawchuk, which is so wrong, it's actually embarrassing. Dude, can you just say what the answer is? You Ryan aren't trying to Collins. shame me. I'm trying to explain Ryan to you. Ryan Collins has locked in Ty Conklin. I think I'm incorrect, too. The answer is correct. <laughs> Let's Ty go. Ty Conklin is your answer. Thanks for playing. We appreciate you being here. Ryan Collins moves to three and one. Trent Bailey two and two. I'm yeah. good at games like this. That was a good one. That was a good one. I knew Trent might struggle, but I I thought when I was when I gave the Winter Classic thing, I thought you might have been able to pick out like, oh yeah. Ty Conklin was the goalie for that one. Dude, I do not watch hockey. I, thought I, don't, Ty, I couldn't name five NHL players not on the wings. I could have swore Ty Conklin played on the floor of the Panthers. <laughs> That's why I was yeah. like, I was like, Trent, I could have sworn. Trent, your mom said her guess was wrong, and her guess ended up being a right winger, so she was done. I appreciate that. What did Thanks she say? What did she, say? she didn't give a name, but she just said that she got oh, Her name okay. was a right winger. That Shoot. was fun. I like this. I like this. Yeah, stuff. no, that was, that, that was good. You're not supposed to base it off of like who you think people can get. That's a just, good name, yeah, dude. Ty, Con okay, Ty Conklin's yeah. a name. If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. He was part yeah, of the so process. That, that's great. That's great. All right. Now, with that being said, I'm Number coming 29. for you next week. All right, fair enough. Well, next week, do we have a show next week? I'm no. on spring break. Well, no, no, we don't. Okay, so no, there is no show next Wednesday. So you'll have a week off from Motown Run now. But the following week, we'll come at you with some action. Brothers Bally. Brothers Bally yeah, potentially, possibly. potentially in the works. Um, we should. We got to talk. We got to figure out their contracts. Yeah, we do. We sign them to a, a reach out. A ten day, a ten day PTO. All right. Well, that's going to be it for today for the Motown Rundown. To you Facebook Live listeners that were with us, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, for Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. 
Do not miss a single episode of the show. We are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have new episodes every week, except next week, because I will be on Spring Break in Miami. Collins will be home at Planet Fitness. And Trent, you are going where? Panama City Beach. Woo! Panama we City detox, Beach. baby. Getting ready for the 21st. I'm going to be locked and loaded Unbelievable. by the 16th. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you in a couple weeks. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.